Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. All right. Good day, everyone. This is CJ with Rogue News, and I'm very excited for today's guest. Uh, we are going live from the Freedom Fest in Las Vegas. Hey. It's a great environment to be in. And today's guest is Naomi Brockwell. Naomi is an actress, is a producer, is a crypto blockchain enthusiast, a podcaster. Is there anything I missed, Naomi? <laughs> so there are, yeah, lots, lots to take in. Mainly a producer at the moment, so I do a tech show, and, um, and I'm a producer for John Stossel, which has been fun, and working on a really, really fun TV show about blockchain tech at the moment, which Wonderful. has been awesome. Yes, and I remember learning about your work from the original Bitcoin movie the what was it? i can't remember the exactly the name of that documentary uh, the end of money, the end of money. Yeah. yeah so so fabulous job with that oh, so thank you. yeah great work so why don't you share for our listeners a little bit around your role here at freedom fest sure so i'm emceeing the event this is the second year that i've emceed and it's always so much fun because there's such a wide variety of speakers. You know, there are always people I don't agree with, but there are always like such fierce debates as well. So it's like fiery to, yeah, to watch these yeah. things. And then lots of people who I, you know, friends that I've made over the years who are just really awesome that I've been very grateful to, to learn about. So it's always a lot of fun. They keep me very busy. I'm uh, going all day on the main stage introducing everyone. And well, you're doing a fabulous job. You really are. That. Absolutely. It's always fun. So it's, uh, they make the work easy for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, lots of lots of fun activities outside of the conference as well. Like after like evening things, mm-hmm. we've got the gala on Saturday, which is going to be fun. Yes. Dancing, yes. Which is yes. Good. Yes. So are you going to partake in the karaoke as well? Or is that the? <laughs> well, I hope to. I mean, I live for karaoke. So let's let's see if my feet can uh, handle me standing up. Right. The end right. Of the day. Now, also uh, yesterday, and I posted the, the, the actual cryptocurrency debate mm-hmm. talking about Bitcoin, uh, Peter Schiff, uh, Jeffrey Tucker, yeah. uh, and that was, a, that was a fierce debate. I mean, they, they had a lot of fun with it, but you did a fabulous job moderating. <laughs> so like what, herding cats, I swear. <laughs> So why don't you share your personal perspectives on blockchain? I know what you're going to say already, but blockchain, <laughs> cryptocurrency, why don't, if you could just share for our audience you know, your work with uh, cryptocurrency and your podcast as well. No worries. Uh, so I've been involved with Bitcoin. We're live at the moment. Uh, <laughs> coming up. Um, so I've been involved with Bitcoin for a long time now. Um, maybe, oh gosh, let me see, like six years. Um, okay. And I first got involved because I love the idea of a currency that the government couldn't control. That's why Bitcoin was created. It came just after the TARP bailouts. You had the you know, government bailing out all of these big banks and you had people wondering why. Why are the taxpayers paying for this? And, um, and you just realize how little control we have over our own money. We think we're working our whole lives and, and accumulating wealth and, um, and that we can safeguard it if we put it in the bank. And you know, not only are we losing 2% a year for inflation, so whatever you, you stockpile, it just gets less and less right, every year. Right. But then you have you know taxes on top of that that, that you have to pay to bail out giant corporations. Exactly. And 
it, there has to be a better way. And suddenly you have this Satoshi Nakamoto, whoever this person <laughs> is or people are, uh, release this white paper saying, actually, here is a government, uh, here is a money that the government can't control. And this was a revolution. They figured out how to make digital assets irreproducible. This was something that no one has ever been able to do. And it's something that is vitally important in the digital age. This tech is being applied to so many different sectors now because it's such an important development. So um, that really excites me. I love the idea of having financial autonomy again and the freedom that that's going to give people all over the world. And you're seeing that already. I mean, not just in America, but in places where you have these dictatorial regimes, where you have severe you know, price control on things and rations of things. You look at what's going on in Venezuela absolutely. People, where yeah. children are fainting in classrooms from hunger. It's absolutely atrocious what's happening there. And Bitcoin's been a lifeline for it has those been. people. Yes. So seeing that happen and seeing that now they have alternatives when the government says, nope, we're, we're controlling the money supply and we're shutting off your ability to exchange it for anything mm. other than our awful exchange rate that we've decided. And, and suddenly people have alternatives. That's a game changer. You know, is this going to free people all over the world? Like, what, what are we going to see in the next 10 years once this technology proliferates and more and more people become aware of it and it becomes easier to use? I'm excited about the freedom that that's going to bring in the future. Absolutely. Very well said. And so are we at Rogue. I mean, if you look at, look at the opportunity that it presents itself with the, the transparency, yeah. with the ability to conduct transactions, a method of exchange. So if you had a good or service that you wanted to, to sell to someone, you could do that. Utilizing a, you know cryptocurrency, so so I'm very excited. Now I do want to talk a little bit around the debate yesterday. Um, now, like in terms of the the gold enthusiasts, the people that are that are very staunch about yeah. the cryptocurrencies, do you think that they will ever understand as far as the blockchain? Because Peter kept adamantly saying, you know, Bitcoin has no value, absolutely. No. And so, what what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> That's my thought on that. Um, <laughs> It's, yeah, it's always fascinating to me when you have these people who, um, who don't know much about the tech just vociferously arguing uh, for their point of view. I mean, gold enthusiasts and Bitcoin enthusiasts are not mutually exclusive. There is room for both there. I think mm -hmm. that, I mean, Bitcoin isn't the, the answer for everything. I don't think gold is the answer for anything, everything either. If I want to buy something on, you know, from someone in, in Scandinavia and send them money, well, I'm just going to send them a bar of gold? No, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's going to take weeks to get there. It's probably going to get hijacked in the process. Right. <laughs> USPS, I don't trust them to get it there safely. Um, so what, what alternatives do, do we have right now, you know? You could use PayPal, but then again, it's restricted what happens there. And then you have all these fees if you want to do wire transfers. Bitcoin is an amazing solution. People use cryptocurrencies all the time sure. as like a settlement layer for mm -hmm. sending money overseas. And uh, that's been really, really helpful for right. lots of people, especially people who want to send money back home if they're not from that country, they come to a different country to work. Sending money back home for a lot of these people, they're going through Western Union or anything like that, um, is really expensive and right. takes away a huge chunk of their, their paycheck. And uh, Bitcoin provided an alternative for a long time. And now all these other cryptocurrencies have come into play, which provide better alternatives. They're cheaper and faster than the traditional financial system. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just really exciting for me. Now, yeah. Peter says a lot about, like, oh, Bitcoin has no value. They literally figured out how to make digital assets irreproducible. That's a really valuable technology. Absolutely. Now, if you're thinking about like why does why did Bitcoin become money and why did it, you know, why did it become so valuable? I mean, you got to think about how it started. 
It was released on this mailing list, and um, a lot of really nerdy tech guys saw it, mathematicians looked at it, and were like, they kind of geeked out over it, and they're like, whoa, this is really, really cool. And it became like this tool, like a Reddit upvote, you know, mm -hmm. like a Facebook, right. like that sort of value. Yeah. You, know? you like someone's article, you send them a bunch of Bitcoins to say, well done, this, this is cool. And it became coveted, you know, you wanted to get some of these Bitcoins, because it was this really cool tech, where the code was just really awesome. And uh, it, it, it did this revolutionary new thing. So people wanted to get involved. Then more and more people learned about it and they started to, to use it. And, um, and then the ecosystem grew and obviously there's a, there's a limited supply of it. And so the price of it, the value increased. And it's just kind of grown organically like mm -hmm. that over time. And now we're at the stage now where it's at $6,000 a Bitcoin. Right. You know, it started off, you know, you had the, the first Bitcoin transaction for a real world product. That was when you first realize, oh, this can be used as money. This has real world value and can be used for a real world product. A guy bought a pizza for 10,000, two Big, pizzas, yes. 10,000 10, Bitcoins. Like that's an astronomical amount of money these mm -hmm. days. But back then... That was kind of how much two pizzas probably worth to him. You know, the first real world transaction was um, it, it, it just made a lot of people's heads explode when they were like, oh, wow, I see the potential of this now. This can actually be used for real world transactions. And we've just seen it grow since then. Sure, so absolutely. people saying that it can't be used as money. It is being used as money. It has been used for money for many, many years. Whether it's a good money or whatever, he can have that opinion. But saying it can't be used as money is kind of off the wall. Like. Right, correct, correct. Well, I, I kind of equate it to think back to when uh, individuals, like who would have thought that like the checkbooks would ever want to like, You remember back in the days when people would carry their checkbooks in the back. And then they came out with this plastic thing called a debit card. And everyone's like... You know, no one's going to use that. So I think people have a tendency to kind of fear things that perhaps they Absolutely. they don't they don't understand. Yeah. But to think that we could evolve our the, the existing monetary system cannot go on forever. So that's why I'm excited about blockchain. I'm, I'm excited about cryptocurrencies. Mm -hmm. And the more tokens, the better. You know, if someone wants to create a token for a good or service, think back to the butter days when people would exchange a, a chicken for, for eggs or, or vice versa. It's crazy. Like if you just had a cow to offer and you wanted to get a couple of dozen eggs, what are you meant to do? Like chop off the leg of the cow? Because <laughs> suddenly the cow just became real useless there. So yeah. cryptocurrency, Bitcoin was designed specifically as an ideal form of money. It has all, you know, the attribute-based theory of money. It has checks all of the boxes there. Mm -hmm. um, there was a very smart person who, who came up with this. So obviously, I mean, we're improving on this tech as well. Mm -hmm. More and more products are coming out that are offering different things. Whether they'll take off, who knows? You know, right. the, the future will, will tell us that. Um, but I'm really optimistic now that the cat's out of the bag. There's no putting it back. Sure, so sure. let's see where this takes right. us. And I mean, real quick, I do want to ask you regarding regulation, because that's a huge topic mm -hmm. right now, whether it's, a, it's an ICO, whether it's the SEC getting right. involved. So what are your thoughts? What do you want to see in terms of, are you like no regulation at all, allow it to be kind of, you know, quote unquote, the wild, wild west? Mm -hmm. What's your opinion on that? Well, Bitcoin was created as something that the government can't control, specifically because the government has screwed up all mm -hmm. the other things it was involved with. <laughs> Name it, they so, messed it up. You know, do we want to get government back involved with this and say, hey, we fixed everything that you mangled over there with all these corporate bailouts and inflation and whatnot. Um, so we now want to invite them into this other thing. I mean, Ron Paul said it best. I, I interviewed him a few months ago and I said, listen, there's an impending battle coming up, right? You've got crypto people and a government that is having their sovereignty threatened. 
they're not just going to lie down and take it. So what advice do you give to crypto enthusiasts and technologists who are developing this this technology? What advice do you give them for this upcoming battle? And he said specifically, do not concede to government. Do not concede anything. Mm -hmm. Because you let them in a tiny bit, you give them an inch, and there are a lot of people tempted to say, come just give us a, you know, just a little bit of government. We'll just make sure that it's it's okay Mm -hmm. and it keeps them happy. He said, don't do that because you give them a little bit and then they'll come in and um, and they will take over and you'll see the whole system be destroyed. So we have a technology now that can't be controlled by government. So even if the government tries to regulate it out of existence, they're going to have a real hard time mm-hmm. doing that. Right. Um, it's right. going to be a battle for them. So I say we make it as hard a battle as possible. Sure. Naomi, any closing thoughts? And then also please share how our listeners can learn more about you, your Twitter handle, your website. I believe it's right. Naomi. Brockwell.com, is that correct? Okay, so, yes, so, so share our listeners can learn more about you, please. No way. So I'm actually I'm producing a TV show at the moment uh, called Hard Fork Series, and um, oh, that's awesome. been fun. It's like this gritty uh-huh. sci-fi thriller, kind of like Blade Runner-esque, okay. about Ooh, nice. a future world where blockchain tech is rife, and the government has this centralized blockchain, and um, and then this group of renegades comes in, and they try to decentralize things. So that's been really fun. That sounds like, our, like a lot of fun. Our, our director is a Sundance alumni, our lead actor and writer, he was just he just finished up uh, Ozark on Netflix okay, yes, his, yes. Um, he was in True Detective as well okay. so it wasn't team behind this and uh, the really really big production so you can find out more about that at hardforkentertainment.io and that's been really fun to be a part of uh, and then my own tech channel is Naomi Brockwell TV on YouTube so you can check that out or come say hi at, on Twitter I'm always always having fun on Twitter uh, at Sky Corridors uh, you can go there I'll just type in Naomi Brockwell and you'll find me and um yeah they're the main places where i hang out i have a crazy telegram group if you wanted to hunt that down <laughs> okay. i'll leave that up to you great um but it's yeah it's been fun growing the crypto community online that's for sure excellent very good so uh, rogue fans thank you so much for listening in uh, it's been a uh, great interview thank you for sharing with Alyssa about yourself and we look forward to watching you grow and watching all your wonderful work that you're doing thank you so much for having me it's been thank fun. you please like and share thank you everyone Yeah, please.